When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. To cuddle. I hugged hard bodies the other night. To marry. Or to trash. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's real trouble. That. That. Is the question. I think that was one of the great mental warfare moments of show history. I think Amani is. This is this is bait and switch. That's Whatever. exactly what that was. There was well, no reason for him to tell us that he got exposed. I think I think you guys are handling it right. Keep the mental capacity that you're in right now. You're Bottle it up for us, right? You have to. Oh be. yeah, of course. Not what like kind of, what kind of question was that? Do you understand what the, the irreparable damage that would have done to the show if he said no? I'm rooting for uh, Amani and Anita. Well, you know what? I said I was rooting for uh, for the Lions last week. I didn't know where. I'm it was a better friend there. than you. I know, he doesn't look at you the same. I do not. I do not think that's true. Mm. I think it's close. I think it's right there. By the way, I don't think you totally failed in your Super Bowl. We won't get in too deep into the story. You you went to great lengths this weekend, and for that, I thank you truly. Uh, I'm I'm still working, but I don't I don't think it's going to happen. It, so I got I got offered tickets, Rick. First offer was what, what was it, RJ? Forty five hundred each, forty two fifty yeah, each per ticket. Ooh. Yeah. And then I actually recently reached out to someone who's very involved, and I was able to get two tickets at twenty two fifty each. But that's. That's, That's just too much. So it's it's still a lot, but I will say, and I mean, I don't, you know, I don't come from that kind of means where I can just throw that around. Where I, I I really thought about it at that price point. The problem is, here's my two options: I either go by myself, which is really not that much fun, or two, I go with Anne, which she would go, but it's still now to now the the household. Uh, expense doubles, you know what I mean. So, and and when you factor in that the flights have gone up, and the hotel, it would still be a so trip. So, if Rick said, "I'll go with you. I'll buy my own ticket. You buy your own ticket, and then we'll we'll go." That would have been in consideration. Yes. Right. I mean, I mean, you just chose Rick. It's not on Rick. But yes. no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm just choosing anybody. I'm not. I wasn't trying to. So you texted no. me on Saturday, and I sourced it with a couple people that I think would actually be semi-interested and I got one person that was thinking about it for a minute but nobody I mean because this, the trip per person even for one night this is one night not making it a weekend you're still looking at probably I uh, you know in the ballpark of like four to forty five hundred oh, for one night just to, of, the only thing I'll say is if, if they win and you could have been there you probably regret not going yeah absolutely and that's what I'm living with right now. Yeah. But I, I think I could still get those tickets if you wanted, by the way. I'd still be going by myself. Mm-hmm. Anywho, on to things people care about. So a lot of Saquon talk and his time in New York. It's seemed like an annual discussion point now. Probably will be this time next year as well when the franchise tags are not in the picture. But So that leads me to I'm here to ask you, the two of you, starting with Dave, mm-hmm. who will be with the Giants the longest. Ooh. Will it be Saquon, as I've heard it pronounced, 
Will it be Daniel Jones, who is out of guaranteed money? Well, I'm interested to see who the third choice is here. I think you might know. Or is it Brian Dable? Cool. This is a good question. That's a really good question. Oh. All right. I'm going to marry Brian Dable. I'm going to cuddle Saquon. And I think this will be the, like, definitively the last year for Daniel Jones. I think there's, like, you can't go wrong if you you choose Saquon or or Jones, I don't think, in this exercise. But I think Jones is going to be done. I think Saquon has told you he wants to be here. I think he'll be here for longer. I'll trash Daniel Jones. Yeah, saying you want to be here and not actually having a a contract, kind of two different things. All right, I'm going to marry Brian Dable. I'm going to... I don't want to agree with Dave. You can. I mean, but you have you have to do what you yeah. feel right about. So you cuddled, you cuddled uh, Saquon? Right. Aww. All right, I'll marry Dave, I'll cuddle Saquon, and I'll trash uh, All right. Jones. So that's interesting. So that leads me to a follow-up. Now RJ, can, I, can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah, sure. Before you, when you do this, do you envision what our answers are going to be? Uh, if you want my truthful answer, uh-huh. I envision will, what will not get me made fun of. <laughs> like I'll say that the question. Seem healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're walking through life fearful of what's going to happen. Well, it's oftentimes like when Rick has the quick retort about a short joke or something like that. You you've gotten pretty good too. I try to play it out in my head and almost screen it, screen my thoughts before I verbalize them, saying, "Will this get me made fun of?" Oh. You know what? He's obviously very uncomfortable in his role here on the show. I feel terrible. No, but I think that. But listen, I think the questions have gotten better in the last six months as a result. I try to think of what you guys will say, but then I, I predominantly will they make fun of me for this and say it's a terrible question and will Dave quit? You haven't quit. In I, some could time. Temp- I could be tempted to change my answer here, though. Now looking at Daniel Jones' well, contract. So I had I had a follow up. Okay. So for both of you, since you, let, I guess we'll stick with the answers that you gave. How do we get to that point of... So Daniel Jones is gone. I'm, I'm going to guess that means he doesn't perform all that well, correct? So then what happens? Because that would either mean that you're bad enough to draft draft one of the top quarterbacks or you are you thinking they draft a quarterback in like round two or even trade back into the first? Because you need somebody then. So it, it, what is this question now? This is a... a no, not a CMT. I'm just... What oh, is, just what a is, follow-up question yeah, to what's the, the remedy? question. Uh, I... I mean, I, I I guess if you believe in Dable and think that he's the answer at, at coach, that you're going to allow him to uh, to draft that next quarterback. But what if you're not bad enough? I, I you kind of got to get that guy in the in the I, system. I, I don't I don't know, man. That's why this would have been the year that you would have taken the quarterback. I will say I saw my, I read the rest of uh, Matt Miller's mock draft on ESPN.com yesterday. Boy, some of the names flying up. I just never would. I I as of right now, I look very wrong on JJ McCarthy. I mean, I'm just not. Where the, does he have McCarthy going? In the teens. Yeah. It's just not – I never watched him. Th- he made some great throws, and I'm not a quarterback. Harbaugh loves him. He says he's going to be the first quarterback taken. But which is just silly because yeah. he's clearly not going to be the first quarterback taken. But I, 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 Bo Nix is right there. Penix has oh. dropped into the second round for a lot of people. I, uh, I, If the Giants take Bo Nix, I might go missing for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you will. 
Unless you were to trade back into round one. Oh, God, would I be unhappy. All right, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing about Daniel Jones' deal. So this upcoming season, his cap hit is $47 bucks. Yep. So then you have the potential out. Potential out would still give you a cap hit, a dead cap hit of $22 million. His cap hit, if he was the quarterback two years from now, would be $41.6 million. The year after that, the dead cap money goes down to $11 million. So to RJ's point, if he plays good enough where you can't, I mean, you're not really in a position to draft a quarterback. Do you bite the bullet and have him play one more year? Maybe. But now you're just you're, you're wasting years. Well, I, yeah, oh. but what is the better option? I don't know that there is one. Yeah. Especially if you're not that bad. That's, and I'll be honest with you, I, have, I, I don't know anybody coming out of the, the class next season right now. Is next year considered a good quarterback class? Well, I think uh, Shador Sanders will probably come out next year. Is he considered the level of these guys this year, though? Not right now, but at a oh. certain point during the season he was. I see Monty Tumor on Good Morning America. Well, how about that? With Nick Mangold. Oh, what, what a treat. Wow. Like, I thought he was kidding. He's like, listen, guys, no. I go. I'm going on Good Morning America. I'm like, all right, Imani, funny. Thought it was but name he, dropping on you? Well, no. I mean, uh, that's odd, no? Got places to be. They're cooking. This oh, you must be doing. They got to be doing uh, game day, like yeah. Uh, oh yeah, tailgate food. I, I wouldn't consider that cooking. Amani's dipping carrots right now. <laughs> nice. All righty. Hang uh, on. Okay. Hang on. So yeah. quick to get into what you want to get into. How about me? How about my needs? Hmm. I was eight oh two. Wasn't really thinking about your needs. All right. Well, maybe you should. You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on ninety eight seven ESPN WEPN FM. New York. Very late. It's <laughs> not late. I have a five-minute uh, window. That you do. Uh, so I, I'm guessing this is going to get a lot more run here in the coming days and weeks. Um, I was talking to Dave about this uh, a couple of breaks ago. Pete Alonzo. So here we sit. He's still on the Mets. It seems he's going to enter the season, so we've been told, on the team. But fast forward. Carter Murray Trash. How does this play out? Is Alonzo traded ahead of the deadline? Does he sign long-term? Or this would be... And this is not what you want, but what you think could happen. This would be the dreaded result. Does he play out the year and end up leaving for nothing? Ooh. That's another good question, RJ. Uh, it is, but I, I think my answer is pretty easy to come up with. All right. I am going to... I'm going to marry traded. Oh. I'm going to cuddle free agent. I'm going to trash. Aww. You're going to trash what? which one? Long-term deal. Uh, all right. I'm going to I'm going to clearly marry traded before the deadline. We're going to go a little differently here. I'm going to cuddle long-term. Aww. I'm going to trash nothing. Because Stearns is too... If, if Stearns allows him to walk for nothing... It would be shocking. I can't see him doing that. So well, it kind of, it kind of leads back to what are your expectations for the season? I mean, this is a bigger discussion, but because if they're playing well, let's say they're I don't how know how do you trade them five games over in you know going into July. Well, I think you're basing the answer on what your expectations for the team are, though. Yeah, I mean, well, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, they're not World Series contenders. I don't think we look at them that way. No, no. But there is value in just getting into the playoffs. No, sure there is. I mean, yeah, that, unless uh, but unless unless you're at a point. I mean, yes, you're right, but unless you're also at a point where it's like there's no chance we're going to give him the amount of money that he wants. Which I think you are. I, 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 listen, first ba- the best first basemen in baseball do not make what he's going to be looking for. How do you pay him a, way above and beyond that? I don't think he can. I don't think that Stearns will is the problem. 
But that Olsen deal kills him. And, and how about the Freddie Freeman deal? Well, Freddie, yeah, Freddie Freeman's a little bit older, but the Olsen, the Olsen deal kills him. Kills him. Yeah. And, I mean, even what Reese Hoskins just signed for, two years, 34. Reese Hoskins is a you know, nice player. Pete Alonso's. Yeah, but you're talking about, I mean, Alonso's arguably the best home run hitter in the yes, league. He's he's mu- here. Yeah, he's much better. But, I mean, that's, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know what his ceiling of ever getting to is, even if he has a great year. They, I'm t- they're going to trade him. I think we all know that. That's tough. I think the problem with him is, and I love Pete, I hope we do. Listen, I forget my, what I answered the question. I, I mean, I hope we do get a long-term deal done with him because I think he has the potential of being maybe the greatest position player met that we've ever had. It, it, how he values himself probably is a little bit different than how Stearns values himself. How, how, I mean, he's got to think of himself, like, how come I can't get something close to Aaron Judge money? It's probably like, how he does. You know why? Because he's not, he's not nearly the player that Aaron Judge is. Right, but in his mind, he's the face of he's the face of the Mets. Sure, so but Judge is a, be extra far, value a to that. far superior player to, to Pete Alonso. I know, but in, listen, in defense of Pete Alonso, right? I mean, where else are you going to get the power in this lineup? You're not. I mean, he's it. I like much. Pete a lot. His defense is better than it was. And, how and many, on top of that, he plays every he plays every game. I was just going to say that. How many games has he missed? I mean, he he missed. I mean, he should have missed probably way more time last year after he got hit on the wrist. He was he, back in a week. I know it's crazy. I, I and, just, and it affected his his play too. I just looked it up. 2019, 161 games. 2020, 57. Keep in mind, what they play 60 games 60, that year? Yeah, mm-hmm. so missed three games. 2021, 152. 2022, 160. 2023, 154. Yeah, he's oh, he postman. Available. He's always available. Always available. So my quick math tells me that is 24 games in five years. Wow, it's unbelievable. That is wild. Um, all righty, so would have been hard hard to believe. Look at look at Amani just cozy on that couch. He wasn't kidding. Uh, I, I, I got to go do GMA. He really did. What? what? So the Knicks, as as you both have said, most well run team in the city right now. Yes. Yeah, is there yes. even a debate? Well, here's where I have to ask you a question, though. Cuddle Mary Trash, which of these teams is closest? To a championship. That's a good question. Is it the you're Knicks? Very, you're very talented. No, I'm trying. Is it the Knicks? Is it the hot and cold but winner last night, New York Rangers? Or is it the Yankees? It was back to me, right? Yep. Wow. You want me to go first, give you some time? You have it ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I think I okay. can go. All right. I'm going to... This is wild. I'm going to marry the Knicks. I'm going to cuddle the Yankees. Aww. Wow. And you know what we're going to do with the Rangers. That That's what I think. That's not what I want. Being honest with you. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to marry the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I'm going that. to cuddle the Knicks. Ooh. I'm going to trash the Rangers. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Now, one of you. Who do you mean? Who are you asking? Both of you. One of you is a fan. One of you is the former position of which I'm about to ask about. So, Rangers win last night. Typically, typically, and Rick, correct me if I'm wrong, when there's a game winning goal scored, the bench empties out and they go to the goal scorer. And then they bring the goalie into the conversation. Maybe they make their way down. Maybe the goalie jumps in. Half the team went to the. Net of Jonathan Quick, half went yeah. to the goal scorer. 
Am I reading into something? No, I think you go to who you feel is like more responsible for the actual win. Quick I think they got real. I think night. they have to ask themselves. I'm not even joking. Quick I think Valley awesome. might have said this last night. Like. There has to be some thought put into whether or not you just ride with Quick right now. Yeah, v- Valakai mentioned that in the post game. They were going through the highlights, and he just kind of dropped it in there. And I guess yeah, I think was, he, was, he was hoping for like a, like right. a response maybe and, from and Henrik. And Pito's like, oh, and Henrik was just kind of played the uh, I'm just handsome and not going to say anything kind of thing. Right, uh, but it was it was a it was a big <laughs> bombshell that he dropped. But he didn't say I would make the change, you know, and move forward with with Quick permanently. He said right now Quick would be the guy that I would ride and. Right now, I think you can argue, is Quick the better goalie? I think he probably is right now, I, no? Listen, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I saw them cut, heading into last night. Like, th- this this run that um, Igor's been on, where he's kind of struggled over the last month, he's one of, if not the worst well, goalies the worst. Like, in the no, league right now. I think his save percentage is like Like, eight, it's, it's bad. Struggling. It's bad. We, and, and, oh. and, we've, and we've come to expect a high level from Igor. In, in his career, so it like forget about meeting the standard. Like Rick just confirmed it. It's it's his play's been among the worst. It's got to be better. It's got to be. And I think what Valley's talking about too. I mean, it's it, when you're struggling and there's some kind of confidence issue that you're dealing with. I mean, for for me too, watching him, whatever he's dealing with his with his glove, um, it's sometimes easier for the goalie to fix that when you're just kind of you're not focused on playing every night. You have the chance to really kind of work on things. They got a great goalie coach, and then try to find your way back, but. Quick's been the better goalie. And I had some questions coming into the season if Quick might be done or not, but he's, dude. He's oh, he, he is hardly done. He's great for you guys. Uh, he's resurrected his career. Oh, by the way, the Rangers, who have all these problems, are in third place in the East. And, and won last night against one of the best teams in hockey. Yeah. Never point out a second. Yeah, but they still have some noticeable flaws. They that, do. I mean, they have trouble scoring, even strength. Yeah, five on five. Yep. Mika's not. Uh, Mika hasn't had the same kind of offensive season that you were hoping. Panarin has been unbelievable, huh? I'll tell you what, though, watching like a, the Keandre Miller playing nasty. I mean, he's choke slamming people. I love that. He was that. furious last night. Oh, I love that. <laughs> choke slam. Well, he's a big man. Hey, body slam, sure. Choke I slam. I love it. Maybe a bit. Yeah, much. It was a choke slam. He went by the neck. It's nice. Continue. I liked it. All righty, and finally. Big announcement. Here, here, we, here we go now, by the way. This no. Is, this is, let's embarrass Rothenberg no. with the last question of CMT. Go now, ahead. That, now, Why do tip, you feel this way? Now, because tip, that's what always happens. Typically, that is that is See? where we may go to here, but not today. Not today. As Herb Brooks said. Not you this, said I was just thinking you said like Herb Brooks. Not this time. Yeah. <laughs> not today, Dave. So, big show breakfast tomorrow. If we do 10 CMTs, <laughs> we make fun of him nine. <laughs> but not <Okay>. today. <laughs> you know what? You might be right, actually. Again. <laughs> you might be right. Again. Um, what a great movie that is. So, Rick announced in hour one, he will be with us tomorrow for the Raymond Santiago 40th birthday blowout extravaganza. Yes. What a time it's going to be. What a time. So, I ask you, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've seen this, depending on the sports book that you peruse, uh, MVP odds are out for the, for the, the brunch. Oh, really? Yep. So, without telling you the odds... I ask you, who will have the best performance tomorrow? The best showing, yeah. Non-Raymond birthday boy, of course, he's excluded. Will it be yourself, Dave? Will it be you, Rick? Or will it be the field? Oh, it's not a bad question. Because it's I not think a bad a question. question. I don't think it's it's not meant to embarrass anybody either. I think it's just fair. I could have put myself, but I don't think I. I don't think I. My odds are very very long. So I'm not worthy. I have, I have to combine. You'd be with, like a Kyle Uzcheck MVP, right? You know, so I read. I read somebody put like a hundred grand down on him to be MVP. 
That's just stupid. <laughs> it happened. I'll tell you who's winning in that family. His wife is crushing it. Right. Yeah. She spent some time. I think she's from Long Island, actually. I think oh, they spent right? they spent some time here in the uh, off season. Yeah. She got the licensing agreement with the NFL and everything. Um. Yep. All right. This is. I mean, it's clear cut. One answer. They probably live in Rick's neighborhood with the game. I uh, know. I'm gonna marry myself. Mm-hmm. I got something to prove. I think we all understand that. I'm coming in, and you better believe I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at my best. So I'll marry me. I'm gonna cuddle the field because I think Mike Brown sure is a sleepy oh. underdog here. I mean, no one enjoys a free uh, a free meal like Mike Brownshire, so I'm going to put him at two. I'm going to trash Dave Roth. Wait, explain the logic on at two. Like he enjoys a free meal, so that would make him yeah, the MVP. Yeah, well, what the hell does that mean? And, he, and and by the way, what do you mean free meal? Why is he getting a free meal? Well, I, I, we're not going to expect Brownshire to pay for it. What, why would we not? I'm not going to make Mike pay for it. Okay. I'll take care. How about I'll take care of Mike's breakfast? So that's fine. Okay. I'll take care well, of What do you mean? What do I mean? Raymond, the guy is at his very best when he's schnurring things. That's when you see the best version of Mike Brownshire. If he's on the owner of whatever football team's yacht, you're going to see the best Mike <laughs> yeah. Brownshire. At his ski chalet, best Mike Brownshire. That's right. When things are free, it means that Brownshire is at the highest level that he has to offer. <laughs> I agree. I almost married Brownshire, if we're being if we're being honest. You didn't, but I didn't. I gave myself get a little hot and heavy. Uh, we well, out. you did kiss him on the mouth once, right? Uh, maybe we make out after a couple of mimosas. Oh, nice. Is there going to be alcohol involved in this? Maybe. Huh. I'm, uh, you. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to I'm going to marry you. I think that you you missed the last one. You are made for these moments. I think you're going to feel a certain pressure to bring your A game. I think you will bring your A game, and I I'll marry you. I will cuddle me. Aww. I think that the fact that you put you know such a nondescript as Brownshire ahead of me is. Somewhat embarrassing. I, I bring a high level of game, but I'm not I'm not overly concerned. I know what I, I do, and I'll be great. I'll cuddle me, and I'll I'll trash the. F- well, your best I friend John Winthrop be there. You think? No, he's not. He's I meant to invite him after today's. Uh, first of all, you don't have the um the Power? clout to uninvite him. I like, actually wanted to be a paleontologist. And so you if, think if you, you uninvite think- him, I'll reinvite him? No, no. So you think? So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna enable him. So you're going to, after today, not letting us know that Amani had to leave a hard out to go to GMA. He deserves to be treated to a breakfast. First of all, I don't understand where this treated to a breakfast comes from. Well, I'm not saying saying he's not going to have to pay, but like he should be, he shouldn't be punished. Um... Yeah, I don't think it was his finest moment, but he has he has quite a few of those moments where you're like, what happened there, John? And and something slipped through the cracks, no? Mickey style. Doesn't mean we don't love him. Oh, I think maybe this could be like he'd be so upset that he wasn't invited that this could be his kind of like, I think things got to change a little bit. His come to Jesus moment, you think? Maybe. I, I guess it's possible. Who are we kidding, though? John Withrop's invited. I can't not invite him. Of course. I love him too much. Of course. I, I, I greatly look forward to this extravaganza tomorrow. It's going to be great. Raymond, are you excited? That's the most important thing, Raymond. Are you excited? I'm excited, but I am also a little nervous. What are you it's nervous about? It's going to be there a while, Raymond. It's going to be a long break. Yeah, no, stop doing that. Really Why would you long. do that? It's his birthday. Why would you make him feel like he's going to be there for, for that long? I really want to get to spend as much time with Raymond as possible. Why are you nervous, Ray? I mean, again, we we, we could go long. You could get debaucherous based on you know, some of the hints you guys are dropping. Let, let's Like 11.30. Rick turns to you and says, "Let's go to scores." <laughs> what like, like he says on me? Well, what, 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 what do I say? Like like I'm you, just going to reject them? Like so you'll, I, because I'd like you're a to. team player, you'll I, say, "You know what, Rick? Let's go." Well, well, here's the thing: if the rest of you pressure me, 
Like again, I'm not going to go to scores with with Rick. The the rest of you would have to come, right? Why? Why? Why can't me and you just go to scores? Yeah, team bonding. Nice little after- a nice afternoon. He says lace. Let's go to lace. But what the, do you say? But, but the team's not going. It's just me and Rick. So it can't, it can't be team bonding. Rick's cabaret. Let's go to Rick's cabaret. What does he say? You have a cabaret, Rick. Nice. I I not me. There is a Rick. Yeah, I, I know. Dave I know. What, I know what Dave's talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where RJ had his moment of epiphany. <laughs> Just throw it out like there, this, don't you? This would, this would be unbelievable rejoin music. <laughs> you can't turn this off, Dave. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I believe when uh, the- RJ was well, it was one of the most grotesque moments I've ever had with a friend. Listen, you can't you can't turn this this brain off. What I will say though, I believe at the time we were killing time waiting for a friend of ours who was gone for like forty-five minutes. It, we were not killing Rick. You should. It was like by God, were, by were, God were for nestled in his minutes. lap. You should have seen like women were grabbing his behind, saying like, "Hey, little man, you want me to take oh. you over and and give you a lap dance?" He was like, "You know what? You know what? This would be a great rejoin song." It was unbelievable. Well, what? You just can't help yourself. What it's do you just, mean? It's shot. Yeah. You can't just tell the story without without a mean version of it. What does that mean? I tell said, the hey, little man. Version. I'm not sure she didn't say hey little man. <laughs> she did that. that was the thing that was so troubling. Uh, was this the time was this the time the one guy that you're talking about didn't realize you had to uh, tip for the uh, Yeah, we had to like, like start it, yeah. we had to start to collect money from everyone that was there. Because they came back <laughs> and the lady was like, Okay, guys, you owe eleven hundred dollars. Like, what? Did security <laughs> run up on you at that no, point? No, because we, I was like, All right, listen, let me give some uh, everyone was contributing money. I think somebody had to take out a credit card. It was unbelievable. Oh no. <laughs> this guy comes back, his hair is like in did, every direction, his glasses are did, diagonal did, on his face. Did said person uh did said person ever pay you back for this? I don't think so. Oh. No, there's no way. Interesting. I don't, you should have seen him though. Like he he looked like he, looked, he, he, he must have been happy. He must have been happy. Oh, very happy. Wow. He had no idea. It's not great. He had no. He's like, I thought it was just one extended song. <laughs> oh. It's like you were gone for forty five minutes. We had one guy on our team one time during training camp. They went to uh, so the people that were sponsoring like this golf tournament we were playing at, or one of the sponsors. After the tournament, they're like, "Hey, you guys, before you go back to the hotel, you should stop at our place." And we're like, "Oh, what kind of place is it?" Like, "Oh, you guys will love it." So we all show up, and it's a. Uh, it's an adult it's establishment. A, it's an adult establishment. Mm-hmm. One of the guys on the team, rather than just tell his wife, hey, you know, we're going to go to this strip club, didn't tell her, gets a lap dance, phone in his pocket, <laughs> dials his wife's phone number. Wait, and she heard the whole thing? She heard the entire the entire thing. Oh, and then no. she knows. He doesn't realize. So and then, then she, he, And then he lies. <laughs> Yes. What oh, did he no. say? <laughs> no, we I were did. we were we were at the convent. No, right, no, we had yeah. golf tournament. Went to dinner. A nice night. Came home early. And did she's you like, go oh, to really? a strip club? No, no. Why would I go to a strip club? Oh my god! <laughs> the loud music, the grinding. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. Oh boy. Oh. So really, in essence, she got the lap dance too. <laughs> they all did. The whole family. Uh, the Michael K show is going to be live from UBS Arena this Thursday, February the eighth. Raymond's birthday before the Islanders face off against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're giving away, listen to this now, eight pairs of lower bowl tickets plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contests and submit your entry brought to you by the New York Islanders. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. That's a lot of tickets to that game. A lot of nice tickets. All right. That is a lot of nice tickets. Right? And we're talking about, I mean, 
a lot of tickets. I mean, you can go easily win some tickets. Uh, getting a couple emails here. Now that Rick has stepped up and will be at the brunch, will Dave step up and allow the guys to spend a football Sunday next season in the man cave? I think I invited you guys this season into the man cave for a football Sunday. No, it wasn't a football Sunday. I think it was. Think was it, was it, was it one standalone Saturday. game? No, I think it was a college football Saturday. Yeah, I got to be honest. I don't think you, you guys would handle the football Sunday all that great. No, your TVs are too close together. I can't watch football like that. <laughs> He'd be trying to escape, is what you're implying. No, he would have the, he would have the time of his life. I'm, I'm coming. We're all coming this year. Um, no. Yep. No. I'll bring all sorts of food. I'll bring pizza. What do you name it? I'll bring. Well, because I don't think that you guys can handle the full weight of all the games, and I think it would overwhelm you. It's a it's a lot. I don't I don't think it would play out well. I handle the full weight of the games every Sunday at my own house. Then, I, then I, there's a lot of moving around, a lot of standing, there's a lot of screaming. There's quite a bit of cursing. I mean, fantasies involved, yelling at like like you guys have never experienced this, that, which is exactly why we'd like to. It's like going on safari. This this is our this would be our Sunday football safari. We get to see you and Alex in your own in home. our natural habitat. Yes. Uh, and then I got th- th- this is a, a genuinely kind, nice email. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I mean, after yesterday, of course. Uh, hey, Dave, love the show. I listen to you guys all four hours every single day. The four of you truly make my morning and have made my transition into college this year so much easier, so much better. Every morning when I turn on the show, it brings me a sense of comfort, makes me feel a little closer to home. Just wanted to show my appreciation for you, Rick, Raymond, and RJ. You are all amazing and do so much for me. DNR will always be a part of my daily routine. Don't know what I wouldn't do without you making me laugh for four hours every day. Keep it up. Love you guys so much. Best, Alex. How nice is that? That's real nice. I was wondering, too, on football, can we make sure that it, can Grandma Bubbles be at the uh, football Sunday? No. Why? Because I, my doors are not open on football Sundays. I just make it one time, like one no. special. No. When the Giants I, I, are I will. I will tell you what. If you guys want to make the trek up on a Saturday when they have the standalone games, we can have that. But there's no yeah, but way. I don't no, think you no, can handle it. I game I, is, quite honestly, no, I don't want it. No, the standalone game is not you at your best. I don't want that. Um, I've seen you watch a standalone game. It was eh. It's, what, what game did you see? I watched at the tailgate. You watched the Oh, Green stop Bay it. I was it so was, out of my element. So? Was, I mean, eh. it was awful. It was okay. It wasn't I had to sit there. I, I, had to, I had to watch the game. Then I had to, to hijack someone's phone. He did hijack somebody's phone. <laughs> it really was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, he just walked randomly walked over to some people's car, and you're just like, hey, give me that phone. Yeah. I was like, no, you watch behind me. <laughs> you RJ, you like- weren't there. Uh, you should have seen it. I'm sure this doesn't surprise you. Don and I were on the search because the Wi-Fi goes out, so the company had set up this beautiful setup, but the, it's not working great because everyone's on Wi-Fi, so it's slowed down, and, and it doesn't work. Now the Giants are in this game. I, I start scouring the parking lot. I find someone I feel like, um, I can like a police officer when they need to t- to t- take someone's car. I'm like, I'm gonna need your phone. Give it to me. <laughs> you you pull out your ESPN ID badge. And I was like, said- listen, give me your phone. And now everyone gets around me and Don, and this guy's watching the game behind us on his own phone. And the Giants win, and it's it's celebratory, phenomenal. I'm sure it's a moment for that fan too. Celebrity Dave Rothenberg takes no. my phone, begins watch party. No, he co- he commandeered the whole guy's tailgate. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't great. I had no idea what to do. Those are the I, terms. If you want to, if you want to physically see like eyes on physical Dave on a Sunday, 
That's those are the terms. Sadly. Like I, I genuinely felt like I was driving home after. I was like, man, I can't believe I did that. I was like, yeah, I, ha- I had no choice but to do that. Oh, des- listen, desperate times too, because you had no like there was no thought going into that before you agreed to go that the Giants had any real chance of beating Green Bay either. That's right. And then all of a sudden they were like, you're like, oh. Well, well the longer the game stayed close and competitive, it was like, all right, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Then they took the lead. Then they had it kind of control, and then well, I went nuts. And then you lost it. I lost it. In a good way. Oh, you were gone. Then gone. Hey, Dave, gone. Big win. See you later. Yeah, that's right. I had to get home because I had a full day of football I wanted to watch. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's bring them in. Let's not bring them in yet. <laughs> Apparently, we're not ready. I don't know. I mean, let, let, let's it's be honest here. Well oiled machine. No, no, no. You're going to be on my side. He says, we're coming back. I said, great. Is Jordan ready? Yes, he is. Wh- that's that's not what I said. What, what did you say? I said, we've got Jordan. Oh, RJ, RJ was still, you RJ was still talking got, to him. If we've got Jordan, that he's ready well, to go. You, you assumed. I, you you're, assumed. I, okay. I, Wouldn't you assume, Rick, that if you say, I say, we have Jordan, we have Jordan, that, that we're ready for Jordan? But I didn't say that he's ready to go. Oh, my God. I said, we've got Jordan. Rick's on the choose line. Side. Choose a side. Ah, uh, who? I'm gonna choose. Uh, I'm gonna choose Raymond's side. <laughs> it's a good side. So, if you must know, we were just no, talking. I don't. Honestly, I don't care. We were talking about the Super Bowl. Don't and, care. And topics for the the interview here at hand. Producing. He he's a professional. He knows what we're gonna get into. Hmm. What, 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 what are you, you implying? He's, he's well, because you think he's gonna be shocked when I ask him about Shane Bowen. He also okay, fine. We'll just put it out there. He he would he wants to know uh you know what we're going to talk about. And he said okay, we'll get into whether Saquon will be back at some point, right? And I said yep, we'll get into that. We'll promote that Saquon was was on your podcast that so, Dave didn't really know the name of. So there you go. I no, I knew that was Jordan's podcast. I was just so 
stunned. If you knew, then why did you ask? Yeah, Jordan can hear it. Jordan, he was shocked that you got Saquon. He was very no, surprised. I was not shocked that you got Saquon. You know what? What You guys run the interview. <laughs> Honestly. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> you see what I have what to deal baby? with, Jordan? Why are you acting like a baby, Dave? Come on. Well, because like I, get, I get verbally attacked every day on the show, and it, it, it's gotten to the point where it's, it's too much, and I want out. I'm, but by the way, I'm shocked you be verbally attacked by Rick. I, I yeah. can't believe that. Right. That's, just, sh- it's, that's hard to believe. That sense the sarcasm there, Rick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was defending you, Jordan. I was defending you. He brings it up that Saquon was on your podcast and then asked, is this Jordan's podcast? As if to, like, it wasn't. He knew it was your podcast. I knew it was but, your podcast. Yeah, look, which makes and I just wanted though. to confirm because no, it was such it, a huge get. And I was, I, was, I was proud of you. No, you weren't. It makes it worse. You didn't think that Jordan was big enough to get Saquon Barkley on his not podcast. True. That's, That's not thought. true. That's not true. Don't put words in my mouth. I speak the truth. Jordan, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry you have to deal with this, Jordan. By the way, I heard yeah, you Dave's doing... Yeah, my back. Rick, I'm, I'm taking Dave's back, so you, you're, you're going to lose this one. Yeah, of course, because you guy. and I are real friends. Of course, yeah. He doesn't right. know what a real friend you, is. Yeah, you make fun of my nose, and Dave is my friend. That's right. I mean, you were there when he, when he, when he you know, committed one of the greatest faux pas in the history of, you know, workplace... <laughs> situations when he brought multiple guests oh. to a work party? Have you ever heard of anything like that? Yeah. No, psychopath behavior for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so let's get to it. Shane Bowen, good hire. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Bad hire. Give us your early impressions here. I think it's a I don't know, but I, there are things to like. The more you think about it, look, we have to be fair about the search. Shane Bowen wasn't at the top of the Giants list. If he was, he was he probably would have been hired some point last week. They had other guys that they were kind of eyeing. Uh, Denard Wilson is obviously one of them. He ends up with the Titans. Uh, but we have to realize, look, the Giants' job, right, forget all the stuff about Brian Dable being hard to work with. The, they had a bad year. So now you're coming into a big year three, right? This isn't like starting from from – square one starting from the ground floor it's it's a big year three if it's a disaster this year anybody who's looking can say okay you know what the coaching staff could be in trouble so you know it's not the best job out there now saying that Shane Bowen is young right he's he's called plays which I think is important here because they don't have time to have the growing pains and the low the learning curve so I think that's huge in this in this equation here consider a smart guy and what he's really good at is red zone, right? His red zone defense, and this is kind of what Wink did, red zone and third down. That's like Wink's resume as well. Like, that's what he's good at. First this past year in red zone defense. You know what that means? You don't allow a lot of points when you're good in the red zone. The only difference, Dave, is it's going to be a very different approach. This is more like bend but don't break. He doesn't blitz very often, whereas Wink was super aggressive and blitzed a lot. Now, Jordan, let me ask you this on the other side of the ball. Because uh, I've seen some of your tweets on this, the, the whole Kafka thing. Uh, he's got the head coaching interviews. Mm-hmm. Then Seattle wants him as their offensive coordinator. Giants block it. Um, does Kafka like Brian Dable? Do they get along? Was this just a we want to keep because we don't have to turn over you know all three coordinators? What was it? Yeah, I think the Giants respect Mike Kafka. I think he's a good coach, but we have to be look at follow the breadcrumbs here. Mike Kafka interviewed twice in Seattle. Right, and I've spoken to people out there in Seattle about this. He then they then put in a request for Mike Kafka to be their offensive coordinator, a lateral move. There's obviously something with Mike Kafka 
he's not fully thrilled with the situation. And when you look at the details, think about back, back to that Seattle game, week four, Giants got absolutely smashed by the Seahawks. In the middle of that game, Brian Dable took over play calling. Look at the Las Vegas game. In the middle of that game, Brian Dable gave the play calling, took it away from Mike Kafka, gave it to uh, Shane Tierney, the quarterback coach, which if you think about it, it's kind of wild. Like he got a play calling taken away. Now he got it back both times, but he understands Mike Kafka for his future. Is it best for him to come back here and potentially having either a not having play calling or B getting it taken away versus going to another spot where they're going to say, Hey, here's Carpanche. The offense is yours because the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks is a defensive guy. So I think that's, that's the situation with Mike Kafka. Is he absolutely uh, ecstatic with the situation here? I'm sure the answer to that is probably no. Uh, but the, he's under contract. The Giants can keep him unless they got a head coaching job, and he didn't. So my Kafka is going to be back. True friend and colleague Jordan Renan joining us here, 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I, I've been pushing for a quarterback draft. We're like, what, two and a half months away. So it's, it's right around the corner. Is it realistic to think they could either move up or take a quarterback at six? Or, or for those that have that desperation, is that a pipe dream at this point? No, I think it's absolutely realistic. You, see, you speak to people in and around the Giants, and you realize, just like we've said, Daniel Jones has a big injury history right now. Are you willing to bet your career and put everything on the line and build around Daniel Jones with a neck, two neck injuries? off a torn ACL, if that opportunity arises, if there's a quarterback that they think is going to be a franchise quarterback that they think is within reach, let's say I know I've seen the last couple days, some people think Drake May might drop. If something like that happened, I can absolutely see them moving up and going to get him, maybe even Jaden Daniels too. But like, like I've mentioned to you guys before, the back half of the first round, also an option. You know, with the J.J. McCarthy's, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, like that range of guys. So I think a quarterback is definitely on the radar for the Giants. Whether they're able to pull it off, I think, is a different conversation. Jordan, how much pressure is going to be on Brian Dable if they don't get a quarterback? Why? Why well, I mean, no, in theory, right? Well, no, I mean, so if they if they don't get a quarterback and they roll it back with Daniel Jones and they don't have a very good season, and I got guys like Bill Belichick just sitting out there that could be, I mean, let's face it, it's Bill Belichick, as opposed to one of yeah. the reasons why Brian Dable, and I think Dave especially, likes Brian Dable a lot, is his ability to work with quarterbacks, develop quarterbacks. So if they don't have that, or at least the ability, even if it's in the you know, back half of the first round, I'm not even saying trade up to get mm-hmm. Drake May or whoever it is. I'm saying if it's J.J. McCarthy or Penny, whoever it is, at least the, the idea that, hey, we all kind of realize that this is going to be the last year, year of Daniel Jones, and we have a guy that we know can develop the young quarterback, if you have that, I feel like it buys you more time. If you don't, and you follow up last year with another bad season, it feels like it just feels like to me there'd be more pressure on Brian Dable. Yeah, no, I that that I completely agree with, and I think that they realize that is that if they have a bad year and they don't have a, they don't draft a quarterback or get a young quarterback, and Daniel Jones doesn't have a good year, we're going to be sitting here at the end of next year saying, where is this organization? How have they made progress? How far are they away from being competitive? And, yeah, a quarterback absolutely would buy that time, and I think this is a you know self-preservation mode. It's something you've heard with Brian Dable even throughout this past season. So, absolutely, I think that'd be, that, that enters 
the mindset of the organization and the team. But more than anything, I really do, Rick, it's about the injuries and them knowing. We yeah. can't, with a good conscience, build around Daniel Jones. When you're talking about Brian Dable and Joe Shane, they're betting their entire future on that. Are they really going to stay? Because let's think back for to prior to, not this past season, the 2022 season, right? The big thing about Daniel Jones is he didn't get offered the 50-year option. He has to prove to us that he could stay healthy. Now, he did it for one year, and now we're back in the same spot again. So I don't think that they're going to say, hey, we're going to put all our eggs in this basket after he had a neck injury again, by the way, and he torn ACL on top of the fact that, you know, he had the injury history before that that they weren't willing to bet on. Jordan, what's going to happen with Saquon? I mean, I feel like every time we talk to you, this question is thrown out there, but it has to be because it's always a, a drama that never ends. What, what do you think happens this offseason? Yeah, I think I've kind of moved on this. I, I see the skids being greased to a potential Saquon Barkley exit at this point. Really? So, yeah, I do. Well, at least at the very least, Dave, I, I shouldn't say exit. Him hitting free agency or getting to free agency. Right, the Giants want to keep him, but they don't want to pay him. The magic number is going to be, uh, you know, twenty-four, twenty-five million dollars guaranteed. They weren't willing to get there last year, right? They weren't. Jonathan Taylor got, I believe, it was what twenty-six million dollars guaranteed. So, if, if it's in that range, and the Giants weren't willing to get there last year, Saquon wasn't willing to budge. I think we're headed to the point where they say, okay. Here we go. You go, see what you can get. If you can get that, if you can get those numbers, congratulations to you. Good job. Take it. That's, that's beyond our means. We're going to do everything within our power of what we think is reasonable price-wise. And their price-wise is not that high. And you're going to be 27 years old. You're 27 years old this week. You know, that's the number where you're going to see this number, I'm telling you, where that's the number where – They'd say, hey, running backs, this is where they kind of fall off the cliff. 27 years old, right around there. Saquon, you're going to be 27 years old. So I, I kind of see the skids being greased to a Saquon Barkley uh, potential exit. At the very least, they go get an offer on free agency, bring it back to us if we, you know, we want to match it as long as we think it's you know, within our means. So you don't think they even use the tag? I'm starting to get the feeling now that they don't use the tag this year. Because here, here's the deal. Saquon met with them, and he's been very upfront and honest because he's kind of fed up with the situation, right, over the last year. It's kind of worn on him. He just, he's just relented to he's kind of just been screwed and stuck, right, because this is the system. If you think about it, he could be stuck seven years without hitting free agency, right, the four years of the rookie contract, the 50-year option, and then two tags. And then it basically all his usefulness is, is gone, right, sacked. So he – He's been very honest. And he said to the Giants, I want you to be honest with me. If you're going to franchise tag me, franchise tag him. Well, he met with the Giants the Friday after the season ended. And I asked him yesterday, I said, what did you come away from that thinking? He said, and he said, I gave him, you know, I was open and honest with them. But he said nothing about the fact that he came away there thinking that they're going to use the franchise tag with them. They know. At least, they can at least give them an idea that, you know, we we might use it. We're likely to use it. He didn't have any of that. So to me, it seems like it's headed towards him hitting free agency. Wow. 
That's that's quite the nugget you're throwing out there this morning. We, we love you. I, I more than he, but we love you, and we'll do this again very soon, Jordan. That's why RJ is the best. And I said, make sure you tell the guys to ask me about Saquon Barkley. Jordan, well, why don't you uh, why don't you come to the uh, Ray Santiago birthday brunch tomorrow? Yeah, morning we, we'd like to show. invite you tomorrow morning after the show ten. 15 range, we're going to take Raymond out for his big 40th birthday celebration. We'd like to invite you. Oh, wow. Look at yep. that. I'll contemplate it. I got a lot of, I got a lot of work this week for sure, but I, I will contemplate you can't, it. You can't give us an hour? The problem is I live in central Jersey. You know how far? Yeah, so here, you're talking about so you're talking about two and a half hours commute. Back and Well, forth. listen, Jordan. Easy. Jordan, we love you. We'd like you to be there. Dave might actually eat an egg yolk tomorrow, too. So That's right. I might eat an egg yellow if you go there. Yeah. Ooh, really? Yeah. Why is that He's such a big deal? Because I, I don't really eat egg yellows. I'm more of an egg white guy. Only egg white? Yeah. Your whole life? No, I mean, not my whole life. No such thing as even egg white. No, since he's been no. really focused on his body and exactly. his uh, physical fitness. I mean, you don't know what I've turned myself into an Adonis since you last seen me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. We're very late. He looks like a he looks like a box of egg whites. We, we, we got to go, Jordan. I'm sorry that you have to deal with him. You know that I love you, and I hope to see you tomorrow. All right, guys, I'll try. That's the great Jordan Renan. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This is Taylor Swift, right? No? Who's this? That's a bad guess. Oh, yeah, I knew that. No, you didn't. No, I did. If you would have given me three choices, I would have known that. I know. And Miley Cyrus has a sister. uh, Miley Cyrus just won a Grammy for... uh... One of Rick's favorite songs. One of my favorite songs. Which is? I can buy myself flowers. I can buy myself flowers. She had to get people to try and sing with her, though. Miley Cyrus's father, Billy Ray Cyrus, right? That's correct. That's right. That's nice. Yes. So she comes by her talent honestly. Uh, Yeah. Yep. She's uh, got a terrific voice. And what's her deal? She's married, or what's become of her? No, she's not dead. She's She's not not married. married. No, no, she was with. uh, She was engaged to uh, Chris. One of the Hemsworths. Yeah, which one? Not Thor. The other one. Not Thor. The brother. I think Liam. I think Liam is Thor. So the other one. So Chris Hemsworth. And this was, I think, the the song "Flowers." Actually, I have it backwards. 
Yeah, you have it backwards. The, this song was about their relationship, I think, right? Oh, really? Oh. I, I think so. She realized she could buy herself flowers. Right. Well, you can. She could hold her own hand. Well, yeah, but that's awkward. Talk like to buying yourself flowers, hours. I don't think is odd. Holding your own hand—that's that's strange. Yeah, I think it's just it's it's more like a uh, not actually holding your own hand, but kind of like right, like look, like this, like I, yes, that's so like you do that, be like champion, champion. You do yeah. you hold your own hand, right? But it's, it's champion, an odd champion. <laughs> it's an odd look. Yeah, I don't think that's what she was really talking about. Like metaphorically, what, could she could hold her own hand? Oh, is is it like a metaphorical right. hold your own hand? Uh, now Talk I got to you. herself for hours, right? Say things you don't understand. You talk yeah. to yourself? No. Do you really not? Uh, when I played, I did quite a bit. RJ, do you talk to yourself? No. Never. Like, ver- like verbal words to myself? Well, that's what talking to yourself means. No, yeah. I don't. Never. No. I think, I, I think everyone talks to themselves. Yeah. Like you say something out loud. It's just when you start answering yourself is when you have a problem. <laughs> you ever don't get confused? That. All the time. I, I used talk to talk to myself. My, I used to talk to myself all the time when I played, just to keep myself busy in the net. But have like convert? Would you answer your own questions? No, 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 no. no. Like just inside. Talk. Like they're coming down the left side. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm so worried about the left. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I should do? Do a butterfly? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. What you, well, here's your choices. <laughs> you idiot. Let's play this out here, Rick. You, you idiot. Me. Why did you stack the pads there? <laughs> should have poke checked. You idiot. Oh, uh, it's funny. Uh, let's go to some of these callers, 1-800-919-3776. By the way, that's big news from Jordan, that he thinks the Giants are going to give um, Saquon the opportunity to find a better deal elsewhere. Right, so I would ask you this question then. Why, why wouldn't you have traded him last year then? If you were going to let him get to free agency, you had no intention of, of franchising him again, why, and why wouldn't you have traded him? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not giving you an answer that's like trying to avoid. I, I don't know. It's, it's very strange how this has played out. Maybe... They don't expect anybody to pay him, and they think that they'll get him back regardless of if they, you know, maybe they're playing the, the long game where, sure, you go look. When you realize there's nothing better down the road, you'll come back to us anyway, and then you feel better about the situation with us. Right. It's like kind of what Lamar, I mean, what happened with Baltimore and Lamar. Mm-hmm. Right. If someone wants to give us two first-round picks and give you, you know, a fully guaranteed contract, they let them do it, but we don't feel like they'll do it. I'm just saying, though, if that was always the case, like, hey, we're going to let him get to free agency, he can go see what he's worth, and if he comes back with a number that we like, we'll we'll give him that number. Someone's going to pay him, by the way. I think you're probably right. If they make him available, someone's going to pay him. Sounds like Harbaugh wants to pay him. Well, because he's a dynamic player. Yeah, he's a dynamic player. I think he's, I mean, especially for a good quarterback, having that guy, especially with what he can do out of the backfield. He's a good player, just can't stay healthy, and he's a running back. It well, which is, which is a real problem. Let, let's go to some of the calls. We'll go to Subi in Midtown. Hey, Subi, you're next up on 98.7. Hey, guys, I think the Giants need to develop a two-running back system for next year because that's the way the running backs keep their fresh legs. And essentially, we're seeing in the draft, you can get a running back at the sixth, seventh round, who like Pacheco, who can really run the ball efficiently, not dance around like Saquon does. And that's what the fascination yeah, but you with Saquon understand- Oh my God! I hate when that's what the fascination with Saquon. I don't understand is that you know he pads his stats. You know, he oh pads come on! Stats you know, if you're if, Subi, what are you doing? I like, think what, the two running back system. I think in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, you're going to see the best running back. And Saquon Barkley said it yesterday. I mean, he's we're going to find out if Christian McCaffrey's Christian the McCaffrey best running back in the league. He, we're going to find out if he makes an impact in the Super Bowl or Andy Reid shuts him down, and that's going to hold, prove the whole point is that the system wins the Super Bowl, not the running backs or even wide receivers. You know, it's a system, quarterback, 
and getting the ball to the right people at the right time. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, appreciate the call. I think it's a. I think it's a really bad take. Oh. Saquon is a, a pat standing, a, a stat padding kind of guy. I think it's a terrible take. No, I think there is an element of that to his game, though, where it's like, I mean, you want to keep giving him the ball because there's going to be plenty of times where he doesn't. He's terrific. Right. But if you want to criticize him about one thing, I mean, I don't agree with what Subi said, but the one thing you could criticize him about is too much dancing. He dances. Negative plays. But but on the flip side of that, look look at the offensive line this guy has to endure. I Listen. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's more than that. Like you can have a two back system if your if your offensive line is trash and the guy's getting hit, you know two yards in the backfield. I don't care how many running backs you have. You think Christian McCaffrey looks like this version of Christian McCaffrey behind the Giants' offensive line? Uh, this version, no, but I still think he'd be pretty damn good. I I love McCaffrey. I think he's the best running back in football. I just think I mean you have the best left tackle, right? I mean your offensive line is way better than the Giants' is right now. Well, not to mention the weapons, too, though. That's the thing. Like, there's no one around. Like, Saquon Barkley was better when they had Odell. Like, he doesn't have anything else around him. McCaffrey's got Kittle and Ayuk and Debo and Trent Williams. And stop with this idea that, oh, if I just take a running back in the seventh round, I, I put him in and he becomes Pacheco. Uh, that's also ridiculous. Well, Pacheco also has the, I mean, also has the luxury of having Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah, but you and know Travis what? Kelsey is his tight end. And when Andy they, tro- when they tried... To take the running back in the first round, they took uh, Edward Tillaire, and that was a huge miss. So just because you hit on a guy in the seventh round doesn't mean that you're going to hit on a guy in the first round or the second round. It, it's a tough position. Of course it's a tough position, and I don't think that every running back is interchangeable. I think Saquon Barkley is a, a dynamic weapon. I also think it helps. I mean, the system that you know whatever the player is gets put into also is to their benefit. He's a phenomenal football player. Like you, you, you can't have the take that the guy's not great. Now, you can have the take that I'd rather spend $12 million on something else. Let's draft the running back and sign a, a decent free agent running back, and now we'll have money to spend on a receiver or a right tackle, whatever. Oh, that, that's a different conversation. But you'd be foolish to call us and say, Saquon Barkley is not a great running back. But you also have, yeah, right. I think that is foolish. But you also have to have, I mean, there has to be other, there has to be other weapons there has to be a really good quarterback delivering the football to say, hey, just go get a six-round you know, six pick at running back and throw him in there and he'll have success. If your quarterback's just average, your offensive line stinks. You don't have any receivers. Weapons. Right. So what is, I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about the fact that this guy's in a tough position and there's people that feel on both sides of the fence. Move on or keep him. I don't well, think that's the wrong answer. Uh, my, my biggest fear with this whole thing is just what you're going to lose inside that locker room. Just the, uh, the yeah. leadership. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of guys in that locker room that look at it the way that, that Kayvon Thibodeau looks at it. Where they understand that Daniel Jones gets paid because he's the quarterback and that's fine, but they also recognize that Saquon Barkley is the the guy. For the life of me, I don't understand what the point of him doing that was. Uh, no, I was just telling you how he feels, I guess. <laughs> well, I get it, but I, I, don't need, I don't think the fan base and everyone needs to know it. All right, we'll break. We'll come back. More on the Giants. We'll get into the Knicks. We got stuff you missed. Three stars, big 9 o'clock hour. DNR with you on 98.7 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by and say... Hello. 
Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.